In this sex education episode, Brian shares his get out of jail free card and Brian and I interview someone we've had a man crush on for years. Look, I know as a salesperson, you're way too busy to be making your own website. And because you're too busy, making your own website has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your own stunning website. You do it yourself. You use the drag and drop builder. You've got a choice of over 100 customizable templates to choose from. And you don't have to have any coding experience. No coding needed whatsoever. It's easy. It's free. Go to Wix.com and sign up for an entirely free account today. No credit card required. You get your website live today. Do it now. Wix.com. I promise you the results will blow your mind. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own massive sales success. I'm Bill Kasky. I'm Brian Neal. And we'll be your host, as we always are, for today's episode. Brian, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks. Was I gone? <laughs> well, how long was I out? I didn't know well, I left. I sometimes like to just welcome around. you back. It's good to be here. Do you have a, uh, any man crushes, Bill? You know what a man crush is? Yeah, I do know what a man crush is. Uh, I do. I have a couple people that I really respect, and I guess you could call them a man crush. You know who I, one is? I, Tom Brady. I think he's. Oh, really? I think he's, I think he's a great quarterback. I don't say that too often around Indianapolis because no. most people here. Yeah, it's not a are big Tom Brady fans, but I always, fighting words. I just like the way he behaves and like yeah. the way he handles himself and cheats and all that stuff. I wonder <laughs> <laughs> who um, can girls have man crushes, or do girls have girl crushes? Still How's that husbands. go? Yeah. Oh, girls have girl crushes. Yeah, yeah is it definitely. called a girl crush? Yeah. Okay. So who's yours? My girl crush? No, man <laughs> crush. Uh, that's that's boring. Uh, again, I want to, different podcast stuff. Uh, my man crush. Yeah, I'd say I have a few of those too. I do have a girl crush. Mm-hmm. Do you have a get out of jail free card with your wife? <laughs> <laughs> Can I say who mine is? Because sure. it'll probably. I think you'll like it. Okay. Jenny knows. Are you laughing, Jenny? Uh-huh. My get out of jail free card. Okay. Bet Midler. <laughs> I love. I think Bet Midler oh, is smoking hot. And nobody else is with me on that. I love and her voice. But, she is gorgeous. Mm. She's hot. She's funny as heck. She's just wonderful. What went into that decision that you shared with with your wife? Was it? I just that, always said, it, you know, you always had like the famous person, like you know, right? Like, okay, that, that's kind of get out of jail free card. And I and so she did hers, and it was like Matt McConaughey or something, one of those hottie mm-hmm. guys. And I said, you know, who mine is? And she's like Bette Midler, and you know my wife. And she looks at me, and she's like, what the, is wrong with you, Bette Midler? I'm like, yeah, that's what I was. Thinking. She's hot. <laughs> So anyway, anyway, so today we get the uh, lovely opportunity to have one of our mutual man crushes yeah. on the show, right? We're going to be interviewing Bo Eason. Mm-hmm. And uh, why don't we tell some of the people, uh, we've known Bo for uh, several years and spent some time with him. And I talk about him all the time to my clients, so they get a little tired of hearing about it. And uh, why don't we tell a little background, how we met Bo originally? Yeah, I had uh, actually been referred into him by uh, one of our common friends, uh, Chip McLean, who... Uh, New bow, and uh, mm-hmm. he went out to see him, and uh, we went out to one of one of his events, and I just really liked his message. Bo has a very inspirational, practical, and and different message in terms of how do you distinguish yourself, how do you really get to know yourself, and he's mm-hmm. a great storyteller. He has a whole system that he works through with people, and I've not met too many people in the professional development space who are as, as generous and as giving and as smart as that guy is. Yeah, and I uh, got the great fortune, thanks to you, to tag along to one of your coaching sessions with him. And we spent actually a full day with Bo in, yeah, his, house, in his house, getting a personal story coaching. Both of us did, and then um, uh, then had dinner. Like you said, he's so generous, and with his uh, got to meet his kids and went with his wife and his staff mm-hmm. to dinner that night. And 
uh, broke bread, had some wine, and just a great human being and phenomenal message. And you're going to listen to the interview. And um, I would highly, highly recommend any of you listening to this to strongly consider spending some time with Bo Eason out in California at one yeah. of his events. It would be absolutely worth your time as a sales pro to invest in yourself and a great, great spend of money. Yeah, and if you have not, if you don't remember or have not listened to the Bo Eason interview we did a couple of years ago, you can go to advancedsellingpodcast.com. I think you can search on Bo Eason and it'll come up. But definitely listen to that. But you don't need to have that before you hear this. Okay, back by popular demand, we have one Bo Eason. Bo, are you there? I'm here. Hey, guys. Awesome. What's awesome up, to have you back on. We had you on... Uh, it's probably been a year and a half to two years ago, and we still get great comments, and we have lots of people who, several of them have attended some of your events, and it was a very meaningful interview that we did, so we're going to try to top it today. No pressure, but we're going to try to top that. We like pressure. I That's did. right. Pressure's good. Let me give you, uh, for those of you that don't know who Bo Eason is, he's an internationally recognized expert in uh, high-stakes storytelling. I love that. High-stakes storytelling. Bo trains people on how to find and use the power of their own personal stories to reach the top in their business and personal life. In mastering the expression of your personal story, you become more magnetic, effective, and powerful as a leader. And once you start building those communication muscles and physicalizing how you express yourself, you begin to play a bigger game. Twice a year in April and October, Bo and his wife Dawn hold the Personal Story Power event out in California, which is where most people begin their work with them. During the three-day workshop, attendees begin to identify, physicalize, and rehearse their story, owning and mastering the expression of it to create greater impact in their immediate world and beyond. So anyway, Bo, great to have you back. Thanks, Bill. Good to be here. So uh, a couple of years ago, and I know that your business is your business is still about high high stakes storytelling, but also I know you've uh, you've enlarged it a little bit to some of the concepts of mastery and learning, and uh, and so I want to get to that at some point. But why don't you maybe start from the beginning and give us a two or three minute overview of why you think storytelling and and high stakes storytelling is so important today? Well, you know, I mean, if you just look currently at our the world that we're living in now you know, with the, with the things that are going on overseas and in the Middle East. And, you know, uh, Bill, since last time we talked, I seem to be getting a lot of elite military guys. And a lot of them have just left the service. And, you know, when you're working with Green Berets and Navy SEALs and those kind of guys, they're, they're, the, they're the coming to me saying, you're right about story. You're right about it. In this life and death circumstances, it's story that makes the difference. It's that once once we can connect story-wise um, with like an elder from an Afghan tribe, once they connect story-wise, now they can get them to be on the same side. And I just found that mm. – I, I mean there's million, there's a bunch of studies out there too. You know, like the Oxford Analytica has this study and, and they studied uh, leadership. You know, and 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 the, dating back to all the way back to Julius Caesar's time, and and everybody, every leader since then, including Lady Gaga, including um, you know leaders who have used story for evil like um, Osama bin Laden. Mm -hmm. What they have found about all those leaders since Julius Caesar's time is the one quality that they all had was they had the ability to tell their own story. And that's how people then follow them because they, the, the constituency, and in this case, in our case, um, the, our audience or our would-be clients are, are, are garnering that collect, co connective tissue that we're giving them by sharing ourselves. 
And then that's how people are then now following the leaders. And based on my, my work with these Green Berets, which I didn't know Green Berets didn't go in with their guns, you know, at the enemy, they go in under the noise, mm-hmm. under the, under darkness and they pretty much live with them and, and, and live among them and have to negotiate mm-hmm. with them these dangerous in these dangerous places. And they said, story is the key. You sit down with an elder at the fire and you talk, you say to him, what did your grandfather teach you? Uh, what keeps you up at night? The same stories that you and I would have over having a beer. And, but they're doing it in life and death circumstances. And you're seeing where this connective tissue wow. uh, even puts enemies uh, on the same side. That's fantastic. That's so, Bo, we've been, uh, uh, we've been interacting with you now for a couple of years. And I will tell you, uh, in my 18 years of doing sales, coaching, and training, um, you, you turned a light on that I, that I always looked for that I can never find, which is salespeople always ask, how do I differentiate myself? And we always try to do it with some, you know, platitudes, sorts of cute little language here. Yeah. And, and you put the light on it. You said the only way to do it, and it's guaranteed is your own personal story. So I, all my clients, they know I got a man crush here. Like, oh my gosh, you're a little gushy about <laughs> Bo. It's somewhat awkward, but fine. I own it. Um, when we're teaching story, though, here's what I get. I want to hear how you handle this, because our sales listeners, I know they're all going to think this. I come to your class, Bo, and I say, Bo, I'm Brian Neal. I'm an average guy from the little small town in Indiana. My story's boring. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Everybody says that. I said that. <laughs> you said it. Bill said it. We all said it. But it's just not the case. It's boring because you've lived your whole life. So, of course, it's just mundane to you. But to others, it is not. It's very dramatic. So I haven't met one person, you know, after thousands of people that I've worked with, I've not met one person who does not have a dramatic, yeah. great story and I don't care where they're from. We, we all do. And if you just think back like of the history of the world, so there's 7 billion people on the planet right now, but when was the first footprint set on this earth? Yeah. However long ago that was, that was a long time ago. And there's going to be plenty of people after you and I leave this earth, mm-hmm. but not one of them in all of that time, in all of the 7 billion that are here now, not one has seen what you have seen they haven't walked your miles. They don't have the same brain chemistry. They don't have the same DNA. They don't, just don't have the same sensibilities as you. That's why, that's why it's so unique to only you, and no one can compete with you at that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not only unique. I mean, we, it's 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 almost uh, it's almost I don't know. It's just uh, weak to say it's unique. It is so unique because of all those things that it's that's what makes it powerful it's overwhelming almost. it's, it's almost, yeah. yeah but but don't you think that it takes it takes somebody like a Bowie or brian neal or hopefully me to come in and say okay let's start let's start with this this idea that you don't think you have a story because it really takes another human being across the table doesn't it to get that isn't it hard to do on our own it does but we're you know what if you guys think about it um we're great at this because it's a human attribute and if you go tonight and you watch uh, Monday Night Football or you watch a ball game with a bunch of guys and some gals join you, I guarantee you, you'll be having a beer and you'll be telling a story. And the story will be personal. Like you'll talk about your kids mm-hmm. and you'll talk about what your dad's uh, best advice he gave mm-hmm. you. It, you just will. And that's what makes you love these people that you're with. That's what makes you go, hey, you want to go see the game tonight? Mm-hmm. Because you have that connection. 
that's all we desire as human beings. And the further and further we get into this like information age and technology, the more we crave human interaction because we know deep down in our how we're hardwired is we have to have human connection to survive. That's how we survived earlier. Mm-hmm. And we still desire it and we still need it. And it's just so rare that once you have it, it's pretty intoxicating. That's why I always when, – when, especially when I'm talking to salespeople, right? I, I love this one quote and I can't remember who said it, but it's this. The minute you start telling your story is the minute you stop selling a commodity. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think it was probably Brian or I that oh, said that. Yeah, it was one <laughs> yeah, of you. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It third time. You two or Steve Jobs <laughs> yeah. or yeah, one of those. Shakespeare. The next poster we put up here in the studio <laughs> will be you quoting us. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's so true, though, isn't it? I mean, you, you you think about that. You think about how the you just hit something for me. I'm thinking when I sit around, you know, when I my referee world, we sit around, you know, you're part of the the NFL family and. All we do is sit around and tell old stories, and that's where the connection comes with the people. And think of the last time you were with a group of people and someone didn't tell a story or you didn't. It's never happened. Yeah. It's how we connect. It's so true. So what's yeah. the what's the first step? Um, everyone's listening here, and they're saying, okay, what do I do? What's, what do I do first? Um, what's the first thing I do? I'm a salesperson. I'm like, I'm hearing this. I'm like, what? Uh, so Bo and Brian and Bill, like, tell them, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Very first thing I would do, I would go back. I'd go put your memory banks back. And go back, and it's usually between the ages of 9 and 12, and we all have several defining moments in our lives, several, a lot, Um, but there's a big one in between 9 and 12 usually, a big one that really defines who you are pretty much for the rest of your life. It kind of, it just paints a picture of where you're headed. If you look at professional athletes, for example, every professional athlete who I've ever met, and I'm talking about the top ones, you know, mm-hmm. like the best of the best. Oh, uh, you know, whether you're talking about Tom Brady or Joe Montana or Michael Jordan, they all have the same story, and I have the same story as them. The story goes we got cut when we were a kid, mm-hmm. we got cut from the team and told we were no good. Every one of us got told we were no good and sent home. And that was a defining moment because for the rest of our life, we are out to right that wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Michael Jordan gets cut twice from his high school basketball team. You know, when you tell people that, how they can't get their mind around that because yeah. it, he turned out to be the best of all time. How could this be? How could those two things be true? Mm-hmm. But it's true uh, in every occupation I've ever been in. Like, say, I'm working with financial advisors. Every financial advisor who's really successful has basically the same story. And it's a story about their dad yeah. or their grandfather losing all their money. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. So true I work it? with a group, uh, a group of those people. <laughs> so and true. you're exactly right. Every one of them has touches on that. Or they go back later and they realize their parents have just made a mess of their financial situation and they've been brought back in to clean it up and they get so into it that they end up going into that profession. I mean, it's really good. Some version of that. Yeah, that's, that's right. So that's the first thing I would say for everybody to think about is think of that defining moment. Think of that moment where you looked around and there were no answers. Mine was when I got cut from little league and I just was so, it was the most pain I ever felt. Now it might not sound like a big deal to you, Mm -hmm. but when I got cut from Little League, I never felt that kind of pain before. Yep. And from that moment on, 
I was not going to be cut again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't care, you know, and, and that gave me a pro career, you know, like I was not, <laughs> I would not let them cut me and I went all the way to the NFL. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it becomes so real because you, you, even though you're older now, we won't say how old, you're a little older now, you, you can feel the same pain you felt when you got mm-hmm. cut, correct? Oh, totally. Yes. And, the, and I'm telling you, because it was a low moment in my life, I rarely shared it because I didn't think people, I didn't want to like depress people, but yeah. actually people aren't depressed by it. No. They're inspired. They go, yeah. oh, he got cut too. He's like me. Yeah. Or, or think of, think of like you you, you, you go to the homecoming dance and the, the homecoming queen dumps you at the dance. Yes. That is a great story. Yes. Yeah. Th- think of, of, uh, you're singing in the back of the car with your brother and you're singing and you're singing, you're having a good time. And your mom turns around and says, do you know what you, you have a lousy voice. You should never sing again. (laughs) That's probably what happened to Mariah Carey. That's probably what happened to Elvis Presley, you know, probably for sure. It's fantastic. I'm going to switch gears really quickly here, but we're with uh, Bo Eason today and you can find uh, Bo at boeason.com. And uh, I want you to tell us about your three-day power event. But before that, you have done a lot of work recently on this idea of becoming the best, becoming your best, becoming the best. Why don't you give us a couple minutes on that whole philosophy that you've embraced and, and how one can just understand that? Well, it's, it's, you know, you have to go back to your nature, you know, and, and guys, and I know you guys are, are with the same line of thinking that I am, is that I just, I just have this theory and I have this instinct that the people who are really going to lead this world going forward are going to be the ones who are closest to their own nature, closest to their own raw animal instincts. And we've gotten way away from that, right? Like you can see leadership now and who, who's kind of got the microphones now. They're kind of not in touch with their nature. And I, I got a feeling that is going out of business. Mm-hmm. And you can start to feel it. I'm feeling it. And I, I can just see the future as far as this goes because, listen, we're, 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 we, we're so right about our instincts. And yet we don't trust our instincts. Mm-hmm. Even if you, you know, you, you, you look at sports, you look at, you look at, um, every, all instinctual things are taken away from even sports, which is a very instinctual animalistic kind of, um, masculine, uh, competition. But even the, 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 the league, if you will, uh, like if you look at the NFL, they're trying to just regulate it right out of any instinct happening, any mistake happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and Brian, you know a lot about this, obviously. And you, a little you know, bit. I don't know if you can. Talk, <laughs> I don't know if you can talk about it or not. It's a different podcast I, that uh, never yeah, airs. It totally is. But you know what? But this is what this is what I always know to be true. If you think back, and you think back of the day that you that you and I were conceived, and I know this might sound crazy to you, but think of the day that you were conceived, and what took place on that day. And people always laugh when I say this, right? I go, yeah. who remembers that? Day? And, and no one raises their hand except these two ladies a couple of weeks ago raised their hand. They go, I remember that day. I'm like, really? But so the day you were conceived, 300 million sperm were delivered. 300 million. I bet you guys never talked about this on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, no, this is no, great. This I love is this. Good. 
So, so it's homoerotic, but it's good. We're going to put right? pictures up. We're going to put pictures. This is fantastic. <laughs> so, Go ahead. Yeah, that'll be good. A little yeah. sperm swimming. Yeah, yeah totally. So, we'll put your name on it. So so 300 million and you, okay? Yeah. And and with a million years of design, uh, of, of raw instinct, have taught that sperm to do what? One thing, to penetrate that yep. egg. Yep. So 300 million and you are one of them. Who won that race? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, the best who, the best one. The best and, one the yeah. race. Yeah. That's you. That's me. So right. I just think it look, if you go back to your basics, you there's no accident that you you guys and me are on this planet and everyone listening to this. Mm-hmm. So three hundred million to one odds that you could be here, yet you're the one. So I think you have a birthright to be the best because you already were born the best. You've just been indoctrinated by this society and the media and politics and Hollywood to say, no, you're better off being mediocre. Yeah. And I'm just against that. I just, I don't believe in that. I'm against people who promote that. And I think our world is out to prove what we can't do. Yep. And I'm out to prove actually what we can do. Yep. And, and that's why the best, it just, it, and when people, when I say that term, the best, you're either in or you're out. Some people like you guys go, oh, I love this conversation about the best because I want to see what that takes. I, that's yeah. how I've always felt yeah. deep down in my soul. And then the other half of our communities will go, oh, I don't want to be that. That's too much. Scared. That's way too much. Yeah. yeah. It's just scary. Yep. Yeah. That's what I mean by the best. And I just think if if you and I are to fulfill on our birthright, then I'm going to be the best. Not second, not third. Nope. That's awesome. That's fantastic. That's good. Well, well spoken. That's great. Hey, Bo, in a minute or so, tell us about your power event that you do out in California. You and Don do. Give us a little bit of uh, update on that. Yeah, it's you know what it's it's my favorite event. We do it for three days, uh, twice a year in La Jolla, California, and we do it in a Broadway style theater. And we do it in that this kind of theater because we want everyone in the audience, all the attendees, which we take about a hundred, we want them all on stage. So they're all over the stage, they're all over the theater, and it's you know you guys know how it is. And um, you know we just really teach a lot of business people um, their personal story. And I bring in my movement coach, and his name is Jean-Louis Rodrigue, and he gets his hands on everybody and physicalizes their story. So we attach molecules to their story, which once that thing's physical, now it lives out in the world. And, um, and we work really hard at this, and we've gotten really good at it. And the attendees that we get in there are just real players because we vet them very seriously. We don't let amateurs in there. We don't let people who are confused in there. We get players. And so. Players only past this point, right? <laughs> that's right. That's what the science does. Right. It does. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's, you know what? It's a, it's a, we have a blast doing it. And the, the results that we're getting from it are just, you know, really off the charts. People are really growing their businesses once they begin to share their own story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I've been, and I can attest that it's a great, it's a great experience. It's in La Jolla, one of the most beautiful cities in our country. And, uh, just the whole event, just three, it's three, it's hard days. It's three hard days though. I mean, you will be exhausted when you leave, but you'll also be inspired. So Amen. I, uh, fully endorse it, Bo, we appreciate you being on the advanced selling podcast today. And if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. You can reach Bo or 
or find out more about Bo at Bo Eason. That's E-A-S-O-N.com. And we'll also have all that in the show notes as well. Bo, have an awesome uh, Thanksgiving and a great holiday. Yeah, will do. You guys too. Thanks, Take brother. care. Good talking to you. Thanks a lot, man. Right, have a good one. See you. Thanks. Well, that does it for today's episode. If you haven't downloaded a free copy of our Ultimate Pregame Audio Program, go do that right now. Just go to ultimatepregame.com to find it there. Uh, also, check out the products page on our site. Uh, look for uh, the product All In, a comprehensive training solution for salespeople audio program. You can take us with us everywhere. And if you haven't already, join our LinkedIn group, would you? We've got uh, 5,400 people and growing every day, smart people talking about all things sales. That's advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. We will see you the next time on the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. Advanced Selling Podcast.